Hello, everybody. Welcome to Griplock Foundation Disc Golf's weekly podcast. I'm Zach. This is Hunter. And obviously, we are late again. Uh, no surprise there. Past few weeks, we have maybe been, past two weeks, I guess, have been a little bit late. Um, some technical difficulties trying to get Paul in here. Hunter is probably going to have to fix some things live. Um, but we don't really do we have two off the tee? Um, I'm going to come up with a two off the tee. Okay. Uh, He's going to come up with a question. Well, first, tell him what two off the tee is and yeah. then we can go from there. Sorry, we have had a uh, rather hectic last 10 minutes, so where I normally would have a two off the tee, I do, I do not. Anyways, so two off the tee, if you're new here, is basically where we answer one of your questions uh, given to us through social media of some sort, Reddit, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that jazz. That's the first off the tee. We answered that one. The second off the tee comes live from the chat board. So if you have any questions for us, go ahead and fire them now. Uh, if you have questions for Paul, we will get to those when Paul comes on here in a, a minute or two. Um, so the first off the tee, I'm going to ask Zach, and I'm going to use a disc for you to demonstrate. Um, so this didn't come from social media. This came from my head, because I'm actually genuinely curious. You throw a lot of forehand like upshots and stuff, right? So somebody said, hello, Zach. They said, hello, Foundation Disc Golf. Zach hasn't fell yet. <laughs> Sorry, that was really funny. Go ahead. Uh, I throw upshots. You throw upshots forehand like exclusively. Yeah, right. Pretty much. So almost. I'm going to give you a driver and a forehand and a mid. Well, first off, is there any grip difference when you throw upshots? It shot? depends. Okay, so I'm gonna give you both, and I want you to just show us your forehand grip for uh, a mid-range and a driver. Okay. I'll show mine after, but mine's basically irrelevant because, I mean, I don't I don't throw forehands very far. So I know people do this. Yeah, a stacked grip. Uh, yeah, stacked. If you guys can do that, I don't, know if I that's don't like do that. Technically, a power forehand power grip. I, I don't, don't get really more know. power off this. I I really don't. I I tuck them in hard like this. Okay. And that's what it looks like. Oh, let me see. Nice. Like so. And then do you That's change driver. anything for a mid? It depends. Like, if I'm throwing a zone, no, it doesn't change. But probably if I'm throwing, like, what's this? Uh, this is for upshots, right? Yeah. Um, I will spread them out a little bit. So usually they're more, like, pressed together, but not stacked on top of each other. Um, you know, usually I'll, I'll spread it maybe to, like, this. Not really like a fan grip, how people do this. Um, zones, I go like this because I need a lot of snap off of it. Um, I don't know why Paul's laughing in that corner <laughs> over there, um, but this is how this is how I hold that. Yeah. Did you I, want to show him? Uh, yes, I do the exact same thing. Is <laughs> we can see Paul, but you can't, and he's laughing. So uh, we can see. Uh, wow. Uh, I do the same thing as Zach, but I spread them more on my upshots because I like to like <laughs> control the angle a little bit with my pointer finger. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it for the second off the tee. I saw a question earlier. Uh -oh. um, <laughs> Okay, I'll answer he, this one. He was texting the, the phone number on the bottom of the disc. Oh, It's funny. you. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, uh, I saw one earlier, but I'm asking. I'm actually going to ask the second one. Someone asked if there was actually two codes in our yeah, last video. Codes. They were. Both were used, yeah. They were both used. If you're looking for them, go to holes eight and nine in our most recent video mm -hmm. uh, and look in the bottom left-hand corner, and you should see both of them. One, I believe, was on the tee shot, and the second was on an upshot on hole nine. Yes. So if you look at the bottom left, you will be able to see them. Both have been found and used. They were 100% there, and you will be able to see them yourself. Yes. Um, so with all that being said, we are about to bring Paul in. We made some changes while the countdown was going on. So there's chances of a few things happening. One, Paul not being in frame. Two, us going out muted-wise temporarily. If those happen, I'll be able to see it, and I'll fix it as soon as I can, just because I know people will be messaging us in the in the chat so one of those two things 
could happen. Hopefully neither do. But let's go ahead and uh, jump over to don't, bring... Don't rip them as hard as you guys do to the, the Pro Tour during a men's... All right, round. let's bring Paul in here. It looks like we're good on both accounts. So uh, how are you doing today, Paul? Doing pretty well. How are you guys? I don't have a little picture in picture, so I don't know what... Uh where i'm at in this you're perfectly centered You're right there yeah, don't move. Uh, it, it looks oh, like it looks like we had time to actually set it up so i this worked out good um awesome. i'm doing good sweet good. so we have some questions just in our own head before we get to uh social media questions and questions from the chat board uh some of them we briefly discussed in the video with you at mayflower but um first thing what are your kind of plans for this new off season this uh second off season here what are you changing anything up focusing on anything different off season number two that's what i've been calling it yeah because I, I feel like the first one the year started kind of a little early for me i was in the boot so i kind of went i i traveled to california in a boot and then i had like uh four days for the winter time to get out of it and uh and practice you guys hear harrison yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's whining because no one's paying attention to him but uh no, and, and just being in the boot for four weeks, I feel like I kind of just got what my what my grandfather would say is I got a little soft, you know, I got a little pudgy. So um, I uh, I'm working out now. I actually started working out without the brace. I'm still playing disc golf with the brace, but I'm not in the brace anymore to like train and stuff like that, which is awesome. Don't really have pain when I'm working out and things like that. So who knows? Four weeks could have been the right amount of time for me, um, or it could just be you know some other things that are that are going well. So um doing that getting into shape getting into better shape and then uh a lot of putting i think putting's been my biggest downfall um again i think the boot caused a lot of that because i wanted to practice but didn't get a chance uh and then my forms were switching so um we're doing a lot of putting right now and and doing a lot of projects i'm sure like if you followed the instagram you saw that i got the disc rack up i got this the disc on there now i got the couch in there the tv everything set up and then hannah's got a garden going on so just been uh busy with a lot of things and i know it's the, i know it's the opposite for a lot of people around the around the world right now they're saying that i'm the first person they've heard that's busy right now so i mean hey we're still busy we're still shooting videos and all that kind oh, of you stuff guys so. are. You guys are for sure. I mean, you guys live down the street, so I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, first, before, I don't want to cut you off, but I want to thank Chris Neal for sending that super chat in. We appreciate that. Um, he said he donated the money that he would have lost at Dubs tonight, but that was uh, shut down. <laughs> so thanks for donating that to us. Um, so, yeah, that, that whole thing that you just covered, basically, a lot of people were wondering if, like, you were going to just play basically Ledgestone and then be done for the rest of the year because your initial um, plan was to play up to like Ledgestone and then stop. But now that you have this time to rest and you had time to rest before you feel like you're good to go for the rest of the year when it comes. Um, yeah, that's, that's a, that's still up in the air. I mean, I still got to go and get reevaluated and make sure everything mm -hmm. is healed, you know, or uh, hopefully that it's internally as good as it feels. Right. So um, that time will come. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think with this big break, it's kind of given me a lot of time to not play, you know, sometimes before tournaments, like 10 rounds or just being out on the course, like eight to 10 hours a day to where here, you know, I, I you know, training differently, you know, right. putting more, throwing into a net more in the gym more and strengthening rather than going out there and just putting that constant, um, pressure on my body of throwing, you know, every shot. So 
And then, and then I'm kind of on a flat surface too, so that's kind of helping instead of walking on the side of hills. So on the side of hills, I'm being able to strength strength train a little bit more. Right. Um, so yeah, it's still up in the air. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Uh, one more question before we get into the questions that came from Instagram, Twitter, and the the live chat. Um, how did you feel your first few tournaments of this year went? Uh, now that you kind of are given the second off season, looking back on those thing on those tournaments, what are some things that you're trying to focus on um kind of reevaluate after seeing how your ankle feels and stuff like that from from those first few um i think i think putting is definitely the biggest thing i need to work on um putting confidence uh for sure has definitely f- made a lot of my shots harder than they needed to be whether it was tee shots up shots um definitely made it a lot harder than it should have been so that's something i feel like i really need to work on um uh, in this time and then looking back on the tournaments i think you know, at least for Waco, I wasn't feeling well the second day, but I still should have been able to play through that and, and kind of clear my mind a little bit more. Um, and that was the first tournament I didn't really have my phone on. Like usually I like to check the scores, but I just wasn't feeling well. And, and there was so much going on. I didn't want to like touch my phone and touch everything. So I was asking other people for advice and not advice, but asking like, what's the score? Who's doing what? And then I, I should have paid more attention to what Colton was doing. So I could have been a little bit more aggressive. So I didn't get in that situation, but um, yeah, it was, uh, that's probably the biggest lesson, you know, that I learned for the first three tournaments. Um, and then uh, Memorial is just, I mean, I just, I just wasn't playing enough beforehand to, to have the consistency before rounds. Yeah. Makes sense. Sweet. Well, let's go. Uh, let's go ahead. Hop into this. Yeah, let's hop into some Instagram questions. Um, Zach's got those on his phone. I'll be pulling live from the the YouTube chat, and we'll just kind of alternate back and forth um, okay. to get people the information they're uh, dying to know. Okay. So, uh, you know, some of these questions will warrant a larger response. You know, if you want to just give one word, you could just hit it with one word. Uh, what is your ideal clothing for playing? Do you prefer p- pants or shorts? Um. I think look-wise, I think the pants look better, but obviously when it's too hot for pants, the shorts are the go-to. Um, I don't really have a – I mean, I guess it depends on the situation. Like if there's a lot of poison ivy, I'd rather have pants. Yeah, um, you get more poison ivy than anyone I've ever met in my life. You have <laughs> yeah, it like every leg, time I see you. My leg's still jacked up from Waco. Like yeah, I'm not – yeah. just now healing. Um, so pants preferably for that reason, and I think they look better, um, but uh, – yeah, I think that was the only. Yeah, that's all I had. Right, pants or shorts? Yeah, yeah that, pants that was, or shorts. That's a simple one. So, uh, this one, Trevor Hill asked uh, for the two off the tee, um, and I missed it. But then he asked again for you to answer. He wants to know um, how do you grip the disc tight while keeping your arm loose? He said it seems like he can only do one or the other. Say that again. Grip tight, like gripping the disc tight while keeping your arm loose, is what he's asking. Or if you don't do that, uh, what is the the proper way? to throw um i think one way i've kind of heard like uh sex and say at best is like kind of you guys looked at each other like something was going wrong you're, you're frozen you're, you're frozen but we can hear you oh. so you can keep going it's oh, just okay. your, your picture froze yeah um so i think what Sexton said at best was uh you know when you picture like or when you see like olympic weightlifters and things like that they're like super relaxed super relaxed super relaxed until they're right about to lift the weight and then they just like put their full effort into it and i think it's kind of the same you know you just want to be loose until that last second where you got to explode through the shot so oh 
Well, that's unfortunate. Well, look at that, guys. Um, we lost Paul. Obviously, that's why he was. Uh, that's why he was uh, freezing. Must be his we lost internet. Hopefully, he calls us back here and soon because that's <laughs> really unfortunate. Uh, we wasn't expecting our, that to happen. I wasn't either. We had our whole podcast planned to be interviewing him. So we'll take this hopefully very momentary break while uh, Zach. You want to text him? And um, sure, let me let me I'm tell sure, him to call back. Sure, he knows his call has failed, but uh, yeah. So we have <laughs> good talk. We have PD threes dropping on our website. Uh, here oh, we go. Here we go. He's calling back. Oh, Hopefully, I this took works. my mouse. I picked my mouse pad up. You need a real mouse pad pad down. Here. I really do. Let's see if this works, guys. You hey, back? Hey, welcome back. Uh. I gotta turn it again. Yeah, turn it one more time, and then I will jump back over. They can still hear you, but let me jump back over to the. I other guess that's thing. why you're. Uh, that's why you were um, oh. frozen. Frozen, yeah, it's because you were about to. <laughs> we got to fail. What's going on out. now? I just give me a second here. We got. You can keep talking, Paul. They can hear you just fine. Okay, so the question was. Oh, you you remember the question? I'm sure you could keep going. Oh, how far did you get along the question? Uh, you were talking about uh Sexton. way yeah. Weightlifter exploding at the last second. Yeah, so I think uh, Sexton explained it perfectly. Is is with like weightlifting or Olympic weightlifters, like they're they're loose the whole way. They're you know they're trying to relax and be loose and stay loose, and then uh, at the last second, right before they're about to lift, that's when they really tighten up and put everything they have into it. And I think it's the same with that freeze again. No, No. your phone number was just on the screen. Oh, oh, this is my. (laughs) This is my MacBook. So. Okay, good. Okay, good. <laughs> we, we both looked at each other. I was like, oh, frick. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, you can hear Adam laughing yeah. in the back, too. So they're just, they're just, they're being loose the whole way up until the last second. I think it's the same thing with disc golf uh, shot. Is you want to be loose up until that last second when you really got to rip the disc through. You know, I, I like to say shoulder, shoulder to shoulder. That's where you want to be the quickest. Um, it, it's but, still, yeah. It, I'm sorry. It still says that they're they're still saying that your phone number is up there. Yeah, but that that was his Mac phone number. Is what he's saying he called us from his Mac. It's a different phone number from his phone. Okay. I'm just saying because it's there. My like even Hannah just said it's still up there. So you might get some. Uh, it's not some phone up calls. there anymore. Because we're looking at the that's the live screen on the right. Okay. Um. So if you if your if your MacBook starts ringing off the hook. Yeah. Yeah. Or if my phone, I'll I'll let you know. Yeah. Uh, let us know. <laughs> but uh. No, so I think I think uh, I think it's the same thing. Oh, and then if you grip it too hard, I think that's an issue too. That's that's where you'll get the grip locks and stuff like that. Is is I don't try to overly use the disc at all. Just like a comfortable comfortable amount. Right. Okay. Um, are there any training techniques that you would recommend? Just in general, when you're training, what are some that you do that you think that everyone should do? I think speed speed training is the best one. I think it's uh I think speed is the the most important one. I think strength's important but but speed is definitely what's going to allow you to throw the furthest, but then the more you strength train and things like that, um it's only going to it's only going to help, you know, preserve your body and stuff like that. So my favorite one when I was growing up was just being in like the swimming pool neck high and just ripping shots in there through the water density and and that was my favorite one. Okay. Thank you for that super chat. I can't see the name. It was name uh, is. Mark. It looks like ben- uh, Bennett. It looks like a French last name. So I'm not going to try to pronounce it like a, a French last name. But he wants to know, how is your home course coming along? 
It's uh, it's coming together. It's been pretty rainy lately yeah. the last few days, but it seems like it's going to clear up this coming week, so that'll be nice. Uh, we'll get some 80-degree days, mm-hmm. so we'll get to go out there. But, um, yeah, it's coming together. We have fairways on every hole, I would say, but now it's just still, still the same stuff of uh, – um, Picking up the junk. I mean, I think there's a lot of thorn bushes out there that we got to cut. And I think that's the biggest thing is just getting those out of there. And it looks so much nicer because there's certain sections we've done that already on. And it looks beautiful over there. So um, we just got to clear all that stuff out now. And um, then we'll start getting some foot traffic on it and see what happens. Break it in a little bit. Awesome. What is the most important disc in your bag? And what is the most important disc you've ever owned? Um, I don't know. I don't fall in love with this, um, especially in my bag. I you cycle them often, huh? You cycle them often. Yeah, yes. Because back when I was with Innova, a lot of people were like CE this, CE that, yeah. eleven time this, eleven time that. And I'm like, that's way too much attachment, yeah. you know, to certain discs. So, um, I didn't, I didn't um get attached to anything like that. So when I was with them. So now over here at Discraft, I'm kind of doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. There are some discs that have stuck in my bag though. Like I have this purple buzz that's been in there since the beginning and it's just, it flies the exact same, you know, so I di- haven't had a reason to cycle it out or anything. It hasn't like flipped over randomly or things like that. So, right. um, that one's been in my bag the longest, but I'm sure if I lost it, I could just replace it if I needed. Right. Okay. Um, so, uh, relating to, to discs, uh, this one isn't, immediately on the page but i know this was asked a ton uh is there a specific release date for the hades yet or is that still up in the air well it's it's completely up in the air now yeah with it was supposed to be the end of march uh, so it's supposed to be here soon but now with this craft being closed down for at least i think it's two weeks right yeah, yeah. um you know who, who knows but the the hades and maltor are supposed to come out at the same time um and now that's kind of delayed a bit but, uh, you know, I'm sure once they catch up on all their orders, they'll, they'll jump right back into that. So a follow-up question with that. Uh, someone else asked if we can expect uh, Malta this year in another plastic. They specifically asked about Big Z, but any other plastic plans for the Malta currently? I guess so. Yeah. I mean, because the, the Zeus and the Luna and the – they came out in Big Z last year. So I'd expect, I would expect the same thing out of the other two this year the onyx and the malta at some point coming in big z i don't know when yet you know we we don't know when we'll be playing we don't know any of that yet so um but i expect to see some some kind of big z out of those but i also expect to see some kind of you know maybe some kind of uh, special maltas or special onyx um and the hades uh, i'm not sure i'm not sure yet and what about the lunas are they going to be dropped as big z like, like production production run? run oh yeah yeah the goal okay yeah so those would be the first two the zeus okay. and the luna would be the first two to do it okay but i was i was just thinking even just doing like a, a test run of the okay. onyx malta okay but yeah gotcha. but, but production what 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 is the word why i don't know why it's production but yeah just, I, I guess yeah yeah production run uh <laughs> this, people- this question is coming from me what plastic do you enjoy throwing um, the Zeus in the most? ESP, Big Z, or Z? ESP. Okay. ESP, but I haven't really experimented with the Big Z, so okay, with that too, 
you know, they came out as the limited edition. Yeah. And I, that's basically all I had. Oh, okay. Uh, that's all that came out. So yeah. I don't, I don't have any. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I enjoy how those fly. I throw the big Z more than I throw the ESP right now. So. Yeah. It's very rare that I'll throw like a very limited supply of discs because yeah. I don't want to lose them. I have five and then not know when the next one's coming out. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think it was me up. Uh, was it me? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Go for okay. It. So this question was asked in a different way, but I've changed the question um, to fit this. This. So if you were to, if you don't know our ratings, if you didn't know our ratings, what would you give us individually as player ratings? What would player you rate? rating? Yeah. And you can be, be <laughs> as brutally honest as you, as you want to be. <laughs> Well, I kind of know your ratings as we talked about it not that long ago. And I think Zach's closer to Hunter in the sense of skill-wise. Like, like I feel like Zach would, should be like 940 or 950. And Hunter should be like not too high, like not much higher than that. So like where I'm, where from, I'm at, 960-ish. From when, from when we play. Yeah. yeah. From when we play. Hey, and I'll take that. I don't know if it's just like when we're on video or you guys are always playing doubles too. So it's hard to judge. That too. Hey, you know, I'll take it. I, I've said that on video before. So I, I agree. Yeah. I, I've said Zach. But I, Zach... Think, I think, yeah, I think realistically, yeah. Hunter's like 979, 80, yeah. probably 980SP. Zach, you're like 850, 70, somewhere in there. Right? <laughs> Currently. Is yeah. that what you oh, were? Yeah. Was, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, when I, when, I, uh, when I stopped, I think the last rating was 890. Yeah, 890, okay. Yeah. All right, we just got another super chat from Dylan Smith, and his question is, when throwing forehands all the time, do you ever get pain in your elbow? Um, if not, what could he do to prevent that, if you know a way to prevent pain in the elbow with a forehand? Uh, I mean, I definitely have, um, and it's a mechanical issue. I mean, from baseball, they always told you to keep your elbow in, Yeah. and if you don't, you're going to blow your elbow out. Yeah. Um, so I think it's the same motion as disc golf. You know, if you have your elbow out, you're going to injure it. If you keep your elbow tucked, you're going to prevent that. Um, but I'm not a doctor, so I don't want to, you know, but that's what we were taught in baseball. So keep yeah, the elbow yeah. in. That's what, that's what I've always heard when, when that question has been asked to, to other pros is they just say, keep uh -huh. your elbow close to your body. Cause it provides it the most support basically. Yeah. I don't think I have enough room on here, but if you just put your elbow like kind of outwards and rotate your wrist forward you can feel the tension compared to where it's when it's tucked you Makes don't sense, feel yeah. it uh you have another one there zach yeah so after you kind of touched on this before um but after you've played these first few tournaments what would you say is uh lacking right now would you say it's the putting um and then what is you know performing up to up to standard or is nothing up to standard right now or is everything uh, I'm probably lacking on a lot of those Supreme Flight shirts that you got on. That's probably what I'm lacking. <laughs> right we can get you some. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think putting's the biggest one. And then just the driving consistency. I, I haven't had enough time. to. I think I'm going to go back to my bag mainly from last year. Okay. Because I kind of switched some things out. I, I still remember how those fly. I just haven't had time to break stuff in as well as I'd want. Right. Makes sense. Um, or just kind of, you know, connected with them the same way so i might like throw the vultures that i had in my bag from last year um, okay. instead of like trying to bust out the five time um undertakers and stuff like that sticking with the old one so i'll probably do that until i have more time to get out to a field and throw 
because that's one thing I did a lot last year was I was out in the field switching on when I switch all the discs. This winter I didn't get that opportunity. So. Right. Sweet. Um, so another question that came in, uh, this was back when we were talking about plastics, but it was I do want to ask it. He just asked what your favorite plastic is in general. Uh, what I would like to expand on that is what plastic you prefer in like drivers, fairways, and then mids. Driver, distance drivers, I really like the ESP. I think the ESP is the, the most comfortable one. But, I mean, with the Z2, it feels really good. Um, you know, I prefer the ESP, I think, just mainly because the colors. But the Z is, feels just as good in the hand. Um, fairways, again, like the Onyx are all ESP. The Vultures are kind of more of a Z. They, they're the um, Z Sparkle, I believe. Yeah. Something like that. Um, and then what else? The Undertaker's TI. The mid, I really like the Jawbreaker Wasp. I put one of those in my back. I've been trying to mess with the Buzz SS, but it's just, I don't know. I'm not getting it as understable as I want. It might just be because it's a little uh, more premium plastic. So I went back to the Jawbreaker Wasp. Those feel really good. And then the ESP, again, the ESP Buzz. Um, but I really like the Luna, the baseline plastic, the rubber blend. I really like the feel of that. I like throwing it too, but it's not as durable. I would go through them so much faster than I want. Um, so uh, right now I'm really liking the Crystal. Or the Crystal in the Tour Series is good too, but it's a lot more overstable than the, the Crystal. Okay. The Tour Series oh, is more overstable? Yeah, it's quite a bit more overstable. And then uh, the Zone is Z. Right. So because I throw it so much, I want the durable plastic for how much I throw it. Yeah. Um, so this question I'm going to ask you was, uh, someone asked us this question a few weeks ago on the podcast. We were split. We were split. So you are going to be the tiebreaker. Do you prefer Olive Garden breadsticks or Red Lobster Cheddar Biscuits? I don't, I've I've never (laughs) eaten a Red Lobster, so. come on. What? (laughs) Really? It's gotta be, yeah, it's gotta be the Olive Garden well, that makes me win, but I'm I'm sad in the way it did. Well, who gave you those? Who gave you those two options? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It just randomly came in, and we had both uh, just eaten there recently, and so we. Oh, because uh, if there was a third one, it'd be definitely be the Texas Roadhouse. Oh, those are good too. With the with the butter. Yeah, I think we could all agree on that. One. Those I, are good. I don't know if that's better than. I don't think it's better than the cheddar biscuits. See, the cheddar biscuits you can make at home with the you, you just get the box at the store and you can make them at home. We're gonna start getting requests for a cheddar biscuit stamp. Yeah, <laughs> just like the go jump in a lake stamp. All right, <laughs> next. Um, <clears throat> so we actually got several questions, kind of like regarding the same uh, idea. So I'm gonna go ahead and just pull this one that just came in. When playing in tournaments, what do you do to cope with nerves? Uh, then they said, if you even get nerves anymore. Yeah, I mean, this is a question that comes around a lot. Yeah. It's, it's. Uh, I mean, nerves are a good thing. Yeah. Nerves are a really good thing. You know, it's, some people can can handle them a little bit better than others, but I think nerves are are really just a different word for passion. Um, you know, if you're getting nerves and you're passionate about something, you care about it. You wouldn't get nervous if you weren't, you know kind of scared of, of the way things can go, you know, but, um, for me, nerves are kind of just, uh, it's something that I know it's showing me passion. And then I w- I'll get rid of my nerves if I know I put in the work, right? you know, but if I go into something and I don't know what I'm doing, the nerves don't really go away. You know, they're going to stick around until you feel comfortable and you're like, Oh yeah, I remember this. This is, this is 
what I've been working towards or working for. So just uh, treat it as passion. Makes yeah. a lot of sense. I, I agree there with the whole passion being, uh, if, if you weren't uh, nervous anymore, then why are you playing? Cause like you've got nothing fueling you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, all right. So this question comes from me cause I'm curious, but I don't know if you can at, at whoa. I don't know if you can answer this question. Um, beside yourself, so leave yourself out of it. Who okay. are the top three players right now that you're that are like you feel are like right on your tail? Right on my tail? Yeah, like who who is like pushing you to be number one, or who's pushing uh, to be number one? If you can say that, I don't know. If I, mean, I think there's a lot of great players. I don't think there's one single one that's like pushing me or that I feels like, oh, this person's going to, you know, we're going to be battling week in and week out. I okay. think it can change all the time. You know, as you see the, the last two winners being, uh, was it uh, Calvin and, and Colton? So, um, you know, there's a lot of young players that are good that can definitely win any weekend, but, but they're just a lot of them are lacking consistency right now. So, okay. you know, I mean, I, I if you're going to go top three right now, you definitely have to say Eagle, Colton, and Calvin. Right. Okay. Know? Makes sense. Two of them that won, and then one that was right there in second. Right. And I was second the other one. So, uh, but there's a lot of young players that can that have the potential to win, but none of them have done it consistently yet. Right. I feel like uh, maybe last year and this year we're seeing a lot more uh, different winners. Not really as much. I mean, you you still last year you won a ton of events, but the people that won the other events wasn't just Ricky. It was like a mixture of like two or three other people. So I feel like that's what we're seeing more often now. We're not seeing Paul and Ricky. We're seeing like Paul, Eagle, Calvin, and Colton, and it's just Conrad like, and yeah, like it, it's it's a lot mixed now, more mixed now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's it's been that way for quite a while you know, with, with a lot of players, but it was more so who's, who's in third, fourth or fifth, you know, it was right. either, I mean, there was, there was the three mainly, it was last year, last two years, it was, you know, Ricky Eagle and myself. Yeah. And now, and then before that, it was just Rick or I, uh, right. you know, Rick or me winning. So then, you know, now, now there are a lot of those players that are finally learning how to win, but it's, you know, Calvin won what twice last year at, at so, big tournaments. Yeah. The first one, and the last one. So, here he is, you know, doing that again. Right. Right. It was Calvin that won Memorial, right? Uh, I believe this year or last year? This year. This year, yeah. 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 So, yeah, because he won Vegas the year before. Right. Yeah. So, uh, who won Vegas this year? I honestly don't. Uh, I should know, but I can't remember. That's terrible. Because it was, I don't know. To be honest with you, I didn't follow it as hard since it wasn't an <laughs> that NT. That is so bad. Uh, Paul might have been double G. Oh, it was Sexton. Sexton. There <laughs> That's we go. That's what it was. <laughs> okay, but that is, I mean, to be fair, Sexton is not Mr. Forgettable, but, like, he's always up there. So when he wins, it doesn't feel as big as, like, Calvin getting his first NT or something memorable yeah. like that. Yeah. That's that's how I'm going to let that one uh, fly with us not there, knowing. I don't think there's, like, an excuse there. We should have known it. Okay, we did get a super chat while we were talking about that, so I'm going to go ahead and ask you that question. He said, hi, Paul, any plans involving Finland this year? And then he also wants me to ask you uh, a follow-up question that relates to that as well. I mean, I had plans to be in Europe for a month, so... Yeah. Uh, I don't know that, if that's happening anymore. Yeah, we don't know what's going on. You know, we actually have uh, Knut here at our house right now. Um, he flies out tomorrow. He's been he's been in the States for quite a while. He's flying so, like, back there? Yeah, if he doesn't go back, he's stuck here for a few months, I said, so... Wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised, so, they're, 
I'm well, I guess I'm not surprised they're letting him go back, but I don't know. Yeah, but he's got to be quarantined for 14 days. Okay, yeah. But no, I'm yeah, not so, yeah. Regardless, yeah, he's just got to be quarantined no matter what going back, whether he, you know, he could be as healthy as possible, yeah. but he's got to be quarantined. So, um he flies out tomorrow. So, we'll see. I mean, he said he's been telling me that all the parks there are still closed, like they're right, all yeah. shut down. So, doesn't sound like it's any better there. Yeah. Um, the follow-up question to that was, uh, I'm going to word it slightly differently than they asked um, because I know what your answer would be, but I'm going to word it this way. Um, do you expect Worlds to move overseas to like a Europe or Finland area in, in the coming years? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's here in the U.S. By, because PPJ is not allowing it to. It's just that they don't feel like they can sustain a tournament like that yet. Yeah. You know, I, I, I... If Worlds was in Europe, you know at least the top 25 players would go right. from from the U.S., if not more. Yeah. Um, so I don't think it's the lack of them not winning any votes. It's the lack of them not being able to host it yet. So why, what do you think is preventing it? Because obviously we've seen with the European Open that's been, you know, numerous times I've heard you and other pros talk about how that feels completely different from the U.S., almost feels like more like you're a professional over there than here. Yep. Uh, what's the what's the barrier they have to jump uh, in your eyes then? They only have one course. Uh, you can't host a world just with one course. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> they need two courses that are at least that quality, at least right now. Yeah. You know, unless we have, unless we, because until we can just make our tournament only a hundred players and people not get mad about it, you know, or too upset about it, then we're gonna have to have two courses at least and and have way too many players. So. Um, and that's not even saying counting the FPO, you know, and then them having their, if they're on the same course or a different course. So um, that's, they don't have enough championship courses in one spot yet. But then again, it'll be interesting if we have Worlds this year to see if things change. Right. Well, we have more Super yeah, Chats. Yeah, so I'm going to just super bang chats through these. Probably, uh, super Chats get uh, priority. Yeah, so you can I'm going to get through them. these Super Chats because I really want to get to some of the other questions as well. Yeah. Um, but we always want to appreciate the super chats as they're coming in so this one's from ethan salas salas uh um he said what are some of the best tips for newer players to improve their game and lower their scores putting say that again the best tips for newer players to improve their game putting that's hard <laughs> um, that's a, i mean that's a pretty open question um well here i'll, I'll narrow it down for you so we'll, we'll put it we'll word it this way if you're taking someone out for the first time to play disc golf tomorrow, what is the yep. first bit of advice you give them when you hand a disc to them? Well, I mean, if they, if they want to get good at disc golf eventually, or if they just want to play for fun, like it, I think it's completely different. So, like if they want to get good, just learn to throw the disc straight. Yeah, find a straight disc. You know, whatever's recommended, whether it's like something or even more on the understable side, and just learn to get that disc straight flying straight and then from there you can almost learn every angle by just tilting it one way or the other um and then all of a sudden you can throw every which direction you want you know any direction you want so um learn to throw straight and then if you're gonna get good at it just keep going out there and ripping it harder and harder and and work on your form and just kind of see how far you can throw you know it doesn't hurt to continue to go out and just constantly see how far you can throw and improve your distance yeah, I think that's one thing that um, I struggled with, especially in the beginning, was I was never told to go out there and, like, use an understable disc or whatever, like, learn how to throw straight. 
I just started throwing as hard as I could with super overstable stuff. And then like my form never got better. You know, like that's why I stayed always a backhand players because I never yeah. did that in the beginning. And I regret that because like I can't throw a flat backhand now. So like I'm sure, you know, obviously with practice I can, but I don't have, I don't practice, but like <laughs> I don't have the time to practice. So I don't, I don't care about getting better. Um, but I wish I would have learned that in the beginning is what yeah. I'm trying to say. So I don't know why that was so funny. I don't know either. I mean, you know, I don't have time. I know you're just like, <laughs> just I don't practice. I don't. <laughs> uh, he still beats me in every face off. Anyways, uh, the next uh, super chat that came in was from Samuel. He said, "Would you recommend am players registering in pro tournaments every once in a while to add challenge and learn from players that are better than them?" Um, with amateurs, I think it's different. You know, I I mean, the whole thing about ams is when people say move up to pro it's like there's in sports it's just it's weird like you, to be an amateur it's by choice you don't have to go pro like don't become a pro unless you want it to be your profession like that's what it is you know you're a professional it's your profession so um i would just if you're not doing it to make money or you're not doing it because you want to be a pro then just stay am um yeah. so i I don't know. It's a. I, I think that's a. It's an interesting question, but I mean, obviously, if you want to get better, it doesn't hurt to play with better. But I think watching is probably more beneficial than playing because you'll. If you play a tournament with these pros, you might only play with at most what is it, a foursome, three times in a tournament. So you're probably better off going out and watching who the top ones are. Yeah. Makes Sorry, I was, I was laughing, laughing at Brody's yeah, comment. Brody just joined in the chat. Oh. Uh, we'll Which is it. really funny because I was about to ask you a question about Brody. So it's really yeah. funny that he just joined in. But I'm going to ask you anyway because now he's here. Uh, makes it even better. If the uh, Well, okay. What do you think Brody's rating will be at the end of this year? Well, it's a lot harder of a question now right. than it was before. I thought he was going to be over 1,000. I mean, I, okay. I think he can, but it's like... Now he doesn't have any tournaments to do it. Right, yeah. So, <laughs> makes sense. So if you ask me right now, he's probably going to be about 945 if we don't play any more season, any more tournaments. Okay. But you, <laughs> but your your guess was if we played out the year as if it was yeah, normal, over 1,000 rated. Yeah, because when, when, in the winter when we were really talking and, and he was you know, practicing and improving, he was going up like 10 points a week. Right. You know, and then, and then when he got his rating, he played like bad. He didn't play good. Right. You know, he played four good holes, and then it was pretty bad after yeah. that. Um, and and it was just kind of what we were doing. You know, we were out there all day, and he just didn't have the energy to do it. Right. Um, and then you kind of saw when the cameras were on hit him at uh, Waco, he kind of played a lot better. So, um, you know, he does well in the spotlight, and uh, I think he's just going to continue to improve. And, and, I mean, he's in the basement sending me videos and pictures every night of how he's practicing and stuff. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's only going to continue to get better as he figures things out. And then, and then having film now of him in a tournament, he's studying and making sure he doesn't make those same mistakes. Right. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask a follow-up question that was kind of based on the beginning of this. Uh, what is your expectation of what the rest of the season will look like? Do you have, I don't have any, no, Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just doing everything I can here. You know, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm super busy. I'm still practicing all the time. Still, you know, still putting every day. We're still fortunate enough to go out and play disc golf because we have courses around here that aren't even open to the public yet. So, you know, I feel like we're we're still being safe in that sense. So yeah, um, 
so it's uh and i'm pretty quarantined out here you know you're in the middle of nowhere nowhere, so (laughs) yeah not really interacting with people but i can still go play disc golf so when the weather's good i'm getting out and throwing and um yeah i mean we're in a fortunate spot right now so hopefully we get back to disc golf but um yeah i'm staying i'm staying busy with a lot of projects around the house getting things done that you know, we're still kind of freshly moved into where we are here. So we're still getting things how we want them. Right. Um, getting the training center set up and, and Hannah's building a vegetable garden. Well, she's not really building it. She has visions for what she's going to put <laughs> in the garden when it's done. Wow. So. <laughs> yeah. What does she want in the vegetable garden when it's done? It's still in the process of planning right now. <laughs> I mean, Don't worry, I'll tell you. Let's hear it, Hannah. <laughs> Hi, guys. You get to be right here. I'm so happy to be invited. Hi. All right. You did good, babe. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I just want everything basically that we are gonna eat. You're not going to be here. There you go. Perfect. I just want everything that we were gonna eat. So like cucumbers, zucchini, tomatoes, just your basic stuff. Yeah. Just, just your basics. Makes sense. I Bird, love. I love like plants. Yeah. Um, I, I just, mean the grocery story is like 10 minutes away so yeah, it's just that's a very valid point also we've seen this garden yeah being put up it it's, is it's mad impressive. impressive it's very okay. impressive i when you said you're building a garden and you told me the size i was thinking just like on the ground and then <laughs> her dad is like framing this thing like getting it yeah. level it's off the ground it's i'm sure impressive. she'll be posting pictures of it but it is i was yeah. extremely impressed i was too. Yeah, yeah i um tend to be very dramatic and i the more time I spend with my dad, the more I think I get it from him. Because every time, I we have he gave me like a too much gene, so I'll say like, "Hey, I really want a garden," and I'm expecting like two or three garden beds, and then I get his too much gene like kicks in, and like this a ton of stuff happens. So yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So <laughs> yeah, so I've been back and forth from the getting gravel, getting all this unnecessary stuff for this garden. <gasps> So yeah, I was about to tell her that she was <laughs> their, freezing. Their video paused. paused yeah. So I was like, uh, I was cutting it off before we got his video. I also never thought I'd be able to say the words about to come out of my mouth. What? But thank you, Brody Smith, for the super chat. Oh yeah. Keep slinging them. Discs. Keep slinging them. Wait, can we? We gotta say how he does. Keep slinging them discs. That was horrible. Yeah. It was. How dare you? I don't know. Um, I tried. I never thought that was that sick. Uh, yeah. The call failed. And... Sorry, Brody. That was terrible. I said it, I said um, it terribly. We're going to see you. if we, we can do that. this without, Phil. without getting Phil his Java. phone number on the screen again. I don't know if this is going to be possible. Um, welcome back. Sorry about that. I was trying to to tell Hannah that you guys were frozen and you were about your call was about to fa- uh, fail. But like right as she finished her story, it, it dropped. Oh, good. So you didn't hear what I said after? No, no. we're not here. Good. Ooh, that was a close one. Um, <laughs> so I think... I'm trying to think through what I'm about to do because if I click over, I think we'll just show the call failed yet again. Right. And it's just going to show the phone number again. Yeah. It doesn't. Okay. So if everyone's cool with it, we'll just keep it where you're audio only. Does that make, is that, is that chill with everyone? I'm going to want to see him, but yeah. Because um, I don't really know another way to do it. I don't know either. Uh, so you, just we'll, you, we'll just keep, uh, we'll keep talking to you and I'll see if. Okay, I just did it by accident. It worked fine. Okay. All right, well, there you go. There we go. Best way to pull the trigger is just to make your mouth <laughs> slip and do it. Okay. Anyways, back to this. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, the, the vegetable garden is 
It's going to be yeah. sick when it's open. Bring well, a, I say open like it's going to be a public thing. Yeah. The, the Macbeth Fresh Market. <laughs> bring bring Hannah back. I have a question for her. It's a disc golf question. She's, uh, she's playing... Um, oh, she's coming. Pokemon or Mario Kart? Which one? Oh, uh, What's the new one that just came out? Animal, Animal Crossing. Animal. I saw someone. I saw someone post. It's like, oh, do you hate working and you hate chores? And everyone's like, yeah. It's like, would you like to do it for a, a raccoon capitalist? Perfect. You'll love Animal Crossing. All the way over here. Yeah, you got to oh. come over a little more. Sorry. Uh, very. We're very particular here. You're perfect right there. Okay. <laughs> so my question to you is: We asked this to Paul before, but um, with your, you played a, a few tournaments. Um, yeah. What do you think was lacking the most in your game, and what do you think? Um, maybe you did well or better than expected, and what are you working on in this off season? Um, Second off season, I say it as if it's normal, but second off season. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I felt the first question was lacking. Is that what you asked? Yeah. 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 Because I think the first thing that just kind of got me was um, experience with my discs. It's no joke when you switch right. disc manufacturers, and I've switched multiple times. Um, I switched from mostly Prodigy when I first started playing because mm-hmm. I got all hand-me-downs from my friends and Prodigy was like huge in New England. And then I went to Dismania and then Innova and then Discraft. Yeah. So, um, I just kept throwing like the wrong disc for the job, even though the disc would, I just needed more time basically to yeah. like play actual rounds. And I think I underestimated that during my off season. So I spent a lot of time doing field work, but I didn't practice like just playing the game you know yeah um and then i feel like i my confidence was really good and i was very prepared and i got to practice a lot um so i don't really have any issues with that um putting confidence was lacking but i think it just had to do with the fact that like i don't know i my upshots were so like I was kind of trying to dial those in. So when I finally was like at a 20 footer or a 15 footer, it was like, ah, so, um, yeah, I definitely need to practice that and just, again, just keep playing. So that's what I've been doing. Like I've just honestly been going to the course with a couple of, um, people that are still around because I finally get to do that now that it's warm out and that we're home. One person. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) yeah. With my friend Devin, which you guys know him. (laughs) Yeah. And um, sometimes Paul. And it's just been nice to just kind of fall in love with the game again um, and just play it as a game, even though I'm still training and practicing and, you know, treating it like a sport. It's it's fun to just kind of chill out for a second and hang out on the course and just play the game. Um, and I think that was missing. That's been missing from my game for a long time. So. Well, that's good. Thank you for sharing that. Um, obviously this is weird for everybody well, all players at this point that, you know, they're have a second off season. So it's good to yeah. hear. It's kind of, it's cool. Cause usually we don't I talk have, to everybody. Like I, just two I have tournaments. a quick it, question. What? Is this kind of the situation of you having me on real quick and Paul just being right here, kind of like the disc golf pro tour live coverage. And is everybody just like bring Paul McBeth back? No, actually. Everyone's like, who's this? What's the MPO doing Our, here? Uh, Our live chat is just constant Macbeth, 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 Macbeth. Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> MPO, MPO. <laughs> I will no, say, however, that's... we we do have a, a fund starting, started by Brody Smith to get you all some better Wi-Fi. Yeah, he gave two bucks and said, uh, for 
for Paul to get better Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And someone else matched that. So yeah. What is he? He doesn't even have good Wi-Fi at his house. <laughs> Boom roasted. Cell <laughs> service. Hey Hannah, I have a question. Why do I say tournament wrong? Like that. Tour. Tour. It's like. And- I say tournament. Yeah, she says it right. Tournament. 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 You're, you're actually, you're, 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 you're actually saying it correctly, oh, I but am? we're mispronouncing it, oh. but you're still wrong because we all voted. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, thank we've, you. We've, we've voted you off the island. I, uh, I lived on the island. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> we did have a, a super chat that came in, um, but it looked, uh, sorry, you're, you're pointing at me and it threw me off. Um, we had a super chat that came in, said, uh, Paul, Daddy. we'll have Paul and Hannah answer oh. this. Uh, do you right. have any plans to put out a video, because this is where Hannah would come in, a video on putting uh, form slash technique uh, with courses shut down? I'm looking to focus on my short game. Uh, I don't have any plans to put out any videos like that, any tutorials or anything like that. Um, we're definitely like we're filming a video tomorrow. You yeah. two and I. Yeah. So we're filming stuff, but nothing like tutorial wise or anything like that in the in the works. I'm not really one to put up a camera and start doing stuff or get behind a camera. Um, no so, way. Yeah. So um, I don't have any plans like that. I don't think she does either. Yeah, I asked him. So. Uh, a couple days ago, I guess, a lot or like a week ago, we were all getting serenaded on Instagram Live by random celebrities. And then like some celebrities were reading kids books and other celebrities were like painting and there were like live concerts and all these different things. And so I was like, bang, you should go on Instagram Live and give a really quick like clinic, like a putting tutorial. And it would be really cool. And he was like, he's My just. service isn't that good, so we can't do it. No. <laughs> we, we've learned that one. Yeah. But I tried, you guys. But there's just so many projects going on here that we never get to work on. And I think that's yeah. just where our minds are at for now. Like spring cleaning and all these different things that we never get to do. Yep. And we get the UTV back on uh, Friday, so I'll be able to work on the course again. Yeah. Oh, yes. I forgot it was gone. Yeah, I didn't actually didn't know where it was. I didn't know why we didn't use it. But I wanted to answer <laughs> one of the questions earlier. You asked like for a beginner, um, what's something that they can do to, I don't know, like help their disc golf game. And one of the things that I did when I met Paul and Nate was Nate told me like, I know you can do things on the disc golf course, but should you? And just like to play a little bit more conservatively because you're not talented enough to be like a risk taker yet, basically. So when you see, like when you've thrown into the first tree off the fairway and then you see the 355 foot upshot, don't take the 355 foot, you know, upshot. Go with like, break it down. Yeah. I think, I think, I think mainly when that question came up is like, yeah, it's 300 across the water, and we know you can throw 305 feet. Yeah. Should you be throwing it 305 feet? Yeah, or you hit that, you got it between those two trees once in practice, and you missed the other seven times. So just play, like, you to your you advantages. Can, but should you yeah. go <laughs> So play, like, percentages. Just like Yeah, what? that's a huge thing. And I don't think, and I, sometimes I think people don't do it because they just don't swallow their pride and, like, they just think like, go, 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 like forward 
progress is always like the best progress and sometimes it's just not is that you moving us over that was <laughs> i was moving <laughs> to where both of you could be in frame uh but yeah i will say hannah since you brought up the disc golf pro tour thing now everyone's requesting for harrison uh over <laughs> both of you right, harrison? So yeah. that, there's been multiple requests for harrison <laughs> to get into this so, so i gotta do a little disclaimer so harrison uh-oh it's pretty spoiled, and we have nice wood floor here, and he's got a bed, but he wouldn't let us. Just he oh. is he on the couch? Nope. No, of course not. He needed his own rug. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, that's amazing! So, and the bed is right next to him. Yeah. Oh, Harrison, he knows he's on. Uh, there you go, Harry. <laughs> All right, go back to sleep. You can go back to sleep. <laughs> that's awesome. You guys realize now we're going to have to pay him for this. <laughs> yeah. He's going to beg for treats. He, uh, he won't sleep on the, he won't lay on his bed unless he's going to sleep, which he's doing now. And he won't lay on the floor or else he'll just whine until he has a rug. So that's luckily we funny. have a three-year-old next door that uh, gave up his rug. Well, that's very nice of, uh, of Zylan. Yeah. Um, okay. I have a question for Paul. Uh, when did she go back to her game? Uh, if yeah. you, yes, yeah, so uh, I will say Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Corns wanted me to tell Hannah that. He, well, let me read exactly what he said. He said you'd have better Wi Fi yeah. if you got off Animal he Crossing. He said, "Tell Hannah the Wi Fi no, gets damn, better." I'm in airplane mode. He thinks I'm an amateur. <laughs> he thinks this is my first time. <laughs> no, we actually share Wi Fi with our neighbors, so they could be watching Netflix or something. It's like that time now. Yeah, we do steal our Wi-Fi, actually. We have a- <laughs> okay, question for you, Paul, was uh, when did you, when was it when you thought, when you felt, um, okay, I have what it takes to be the best in the world? Like, what year was this? Um, the moment I felt like, why am I not doing this full time was 2010. Um so wait your first world's win was 2012 okay so two years before your first worlds well at the end of so one year before okay so um yeah so basically like i knew i was good when i was an amateur and i was starting to win am tournaments and i was still young like 15 16 so yeah um but i didn't know where it was gonna go i still was playing baseball and then uh i i i kind of uh once I got out of high school is when actually when I was in high school is when I was really playing the most disc golf. And then after I started playing more baseball and, um, I kind of had to make the choice at some point, like I was still playing, I was playing five games a week uh, for baseball. So double headers on the weekends and then one during the week. So a lot. And it was kind of like, there weren't any practices. We just played games. So it was kind of weird. Um, so it was, uh, super busy and then finally, I was like, man, I'm training so hard for baseball, you know, and, and with hoping for a chance to where I'm already playing disc golf, like, and being paid to do it. Like, why don't I just dedicate myself to that? Why don't I, all this time I'm spending on half and half, why don't I just put it into one? Right. So, um, in 2010, I went to, to Pro Worlds in, uh, it was the year EMAC won. So I think it was in, um, where was it? It's in Illinois somewhere. Um, Crown Point. So it was in Crown Point, and I took I took 11th or 12th or something, and I wasn't really playing. I, I told my coach, I was like, hey, I need to take this week off. I'm going to go play this tournament I want to play. 
And so I went out there and played it and took 11th after not really practicing much disc golf. Um, and then that was kind of the point like where I was like, I just needed to pick one and dedicate myself to it. And then 2011, I won Memorial um, and then I won Beaver State. And, I, and in my mind, I was going to win Worlds that year. Okay. But then I got a really bad case of poison, poison oak out there to where I was like covered in my face and I was like on prednisone and it just wasn't, wasn't good. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, 2012 came around and I knew I was going to win and kind of went out there and did that. And it was kind of a shock to some people, but you know, it wasn't really to me. So, um, I kind of knew I was going to be good once I dedicated myself fully to it. Yeah. That's, that's pretty good. That That's cool to, to hear that just a year before your first worlds, you, you were like, I can do this. So yeah. D- don't yeah. give up on your dreams people <laughs> it might be a year until you uh until you reach that goal but um well yeah and you, you gotta and you, start somewhere you know there's not a certain age too to where you 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 know you kind of make these dreams and go after them you right. know like I, I never had a dream to be a world champion at disc golf until right. you know i i kind of met one or saw one i wanted to be yeah. good at disc golf do it for fun but it was never a dream to make when I was a little kid, I want to be a professional disc golfer and I yeah. want to be world champ. Right. You know, that it came up later. And, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of see that with Brody right now. Mm-hmm. You know, you brought him up. People are like, oh, this is a moment. You know, they kind of joke around like, oh, Brody's probably been dreaming of this since he was a little kid. But it's like you, you can be 30-something years old and come up with a new dream and still yeah, go out of course. And, that and, and do it. So, you know, there's no reason to – there's no set age for you to come up with a dream and make it happen. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Um, we're going to switch gears over to Twitter. We'll pull wow. our first question from Twitter. We have a Twitter. Uh, oh, yeah, the Twitter. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at this sign behind you, and there's no Twitter symbol. So. It wasn't No, because it's when new. We got, when we got the sign, uh, Twitter didn't, didn't exist for us yet. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so this person wants to know. His name's Mike. He says, what rule would you either add or want to see more regularly enforced at events? What rule? Yeah. Um, I think our discs need to actually have a standard. We need standards to actually be upheld. You're you know, going to... I'm going to cut out. Yeah, yeah, you're freezing again. Yep. So you're probably about uh, to cut out any second now, just so you know. Right, Animal Crossing. But I just... <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I just think the disc standards aren't upheld. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, don't, I think we should have... I think that's the biggest thing is is the PDJ should step in and do stuff and just be more professional setting in that sense. Like I could literally walk in and I could walk up with whatever disc in my bag that I want. And unless a player calls me on it, nothing happens. Right. And even if that happens, they're just like, Hey, don't use that. And they, they won't do anything about it. So, um, that'd be nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm sure there's a few other ones I could think of, but I'll just stick with that one. Yeah. So um, we got a few chats. super chats that uh, that came in. Uh, the first one, um, I'm gonna change the wording of it slightly. Do you ever miss miss any discs from previous sponsors or before you were sponsored that you don't have in your bag anymore? Do you ever miss any of those discs? Uh, before I was sponsored with Innova, I didn't really have anything in my bag that wasn't Innova. Um, and then switching over to Discraft, no, because it's like it's completely different. I think the biggest thing was I just had to f- figure out how the disc flew. You know, like with with Innova, like rocks, you heiser flip them. You know, that was my main 
mid-range. And then with when you switch to a buzz, you don't have to do that. You right. know, it's and I don't know if it has to do with the bead, but it took me a second to like I didn't well before I switched to discraft, but when the whole project thing was coming around, I was testing out other discs and I was like, oh, let me try a buzz. I've heard a lot about this. And I was like, what the heck? This doesn't fly anything like what I think it would because you just have to throw them on different angles. Right. You know, you don't have to hyzer flip it. You just throw it flat and it flies straight, which is something I was never used to. So, um, no, there's nothing There's nothing that I, that I missed from a previous sponsor before I was ever sponsored. Gotcha. Uh, the second super chat I'm going to assume is from, uh, I don't, honestly don't know how to pronounce his name. I heard you say it, Knut. Um, Correct the person's name. You. you super chatted? No, it wasn't uh, from him. No, it, I think it's from uh, one of his family members. <laughs> they they want to know if he's gotten proper food this week. Um, pizza and cookies. That's all he's eaten the whole time. All right, that's proper food to me. Uh, yeah, that's it's better than my good. diet. <laughs> uh, he's definitely had a lot of chicken. I think every meal he's had chicken of some sort. Chicken, and then what is it? We we don't have pasta. She, we have pasta, but it's not pasta. What is it? Oh, it's chickpea. Pasta. Oh, it's chickpea pasta. Chickpea oh, okay, pasta. it makes sense. Yeah. How many that word? Dark horse. It's dark horse pasta. Dark, dark horse. horse pasta. There we go. <laughs> Brody, there's your new uh your new branding strategy. Pasta. Switching to pasta. <laughs> yeah. So he's uh he's eating well. That's good. Uh, speaking of eating. Um, <laughs> weird transition. There's not a question about this, but uh, you had recently talked to us that your diet has changed up slightly. Um, you're back to the soda and cookies every day, right? <laughs> what yeah. What does your new uh your new eating habits look like? Well, I've been hanging out with healthy Nick lately, so <laughs> so Coke every day. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Coke and pizza every day. No, Coca Cola. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Coca-Cola. It has to be Coca Cola too. Yeah. It can't be Pepsi or anything. Um, well, yeah, cause I was in the off season, I was vegan. Right. So what was that? Like three months, something like that. Yeah. Three months. Um, and then now it's more, I guess it's still technically plant-based mm-hmm. a bit, but that's why it's chickpea pasta. But, you know, we've kind of incorporated, um, chicken into some meals, but, um, yeah, we got, <laughs> is it bad to say, yeah, we got a nutritionist now, but more just like a coach. <laughs> yeah. A health coach. Yeah. Health coach? Yeah. But but I guess her qualifications are she's a nutritionist. So. Okay. Your picture's, your picture's still frozen and someone commented and said, wow, Paul should be a, van- a ventriloquist. He's really good. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a good one. That's really funny. Yeah. Uh, well, well, I yeah think Hannah, that- said, Hannah said it's keep your plants on if anyone wants to look up on it. Keep your plants on. There you go. Yeah. Sweet. Um, let's get a, like maybe one more question from Instagram, and I'll pull one more from Twitter because uh, we're we're entering that hour mark. So we sh- we'll uh, start wrapping the show up here. Um, yeah, I mean it kind of it kind of cut out a few times, so you can add a few extra minutes. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> so let's get a, at least one question from Instagram, and then one from Twitter, and see if we we feed any more off of that. Sure. Well, right. first off, Brody said, "Don't sleep on zoodles," which I oh. I'm I agree there. Those zoodles said, are great. He said, "Oh yeah." So. Okay, um, so this is not a disc golf question, but you were talking about baseball before. Who is your favorite baseball player of all time? This came from Instagram. Anna, close your ears. No way. <laughs> my favorite one growing up, my favorite player was uh, Derek Jeter growing up. Yeah, I, I, I knew Zach would like that. But that's why a lot of my things have number two, and I wore number two. Mine's Jason Barrett. I couldn't hear it. Sorry. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I I'm good with the uh, the Jeter call there. Yeah, but that's what my baseball number was two growing up, and I always wore two. And, yeah, um, but yeah, I just but I was never a Yankees fan. I did not like the Yankees at all. Interesting. Sorry. That's okay. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I'm, I'm I like players. I'm not necessarily a team yeah. person. I feel like that's how you almost have to be with professional team sports. Well, no, I I mean I love the Yankees, but you grew well, I mean, up I, there. Well, yeah. yeah. But still, yeah. I mean, he grew up in in uh, yeah, I mean, California. If I mean. an, yeah, if it's Angels or Dodgers, I'm a I like the Angels, but my family's all Dodgers. So, okay. and I think mainly because my little league, we we're allowed to walk the baseball field like one day out of the year. So for, cool. Yeah, so we got to walk around the baseball field, but that was at Angel Stadium, not Dodgers. So right, why? Sweet. Uh, let me a question. Yeah. Um. So this is kind of uh. <laughs> so this is kind of a generic i <laughs> sorry i read one question too far down and it was a funny one that i'm not going to ask live uh this is kind of a more generic question so um maybe like if you want to just give one oh, tip on it question. but uh this person wants to know the biggest thing that helps uh helped your distance he's trying to get from 300 to 400 um what what have <laughs> Wait, you found he's trying to 100 foot jump yeah what well what have you found like is <laughs> is something that you know when you're when people are trying to increase distance is holding them back from that that mark is there anything specific um i think for me it was just going literally going out into a field and throwing as hard as i can for as long as i could and just doing that (laughs) and just doing it you know like i think a lot of people try to be i'm just going to use this term but trying to be too cute with their shot and just (laughs) like oh i need this to look like this need to be smooth i need to do this and it's like just go out there and throw it and be violent and then you can do that afterwards you know you can go and tone it down but go out and just try to throw as hard as you can do it like it's I don't I don't know if it's a good tip to say, but a lot of the the pros nowadays, Simon Garrett, like you know myself, Eagle, we used to just do that, go out and throw it as hard as we could, throw it, just go out and see how far you can. I'm sure Drew was the same way, and then you can always tone it back from there and, and do that, so and, and refine it. So, um, yeah, might not be the most pleasant or the most fun, but I feel like that's kind of what we've all done. Yeah. Now, in in reference to that, do you on the course? Uh, when you're actually playing golf, man, we need this man some better Wi-Fi. Uh, I'm telling you. So we, need we, to we, pay we do for have two. Uh, Here he is. He's Here he is back. back. That's not your phone ringing. That's my computer ringing. Mm, Paul, we got to get you better right. Wi-Fi. We're gonna. Uh, we're just gonna ask you a few with uh, with no video since we're wrapping it up. Yeah. Uh, here. Right. Yeah, you said, uh, yeah, I can hear you. You said. Um, you're gonna ask a reference. You're gonna ask a question on what I said. Yeah, in reference to uh, playing a disc golf round, do yeah. you ever actually throw a hundred percent, or do you only throw to like eighty percent or something like that? Um, no, not really ever a hundred percent. Not that I could think of. Um, I, what I should have done at Waco is try to throw a hundred percent with my most overstable disc. I should have done that, but. Um, <laughs> No, I, I, I haven't. I like. I, I still try to control it a little bit, but there, there's not many moments where I feel like 100% is the right shot. But I do throw it hard sometimes. All right, we did get two more two super chats. Two more super chats. So we'll end with uh, these two, and then um, then we'll head over to Patreon. Yeah, then I'll just ask you like one one final wrap up question. Uh, the first one was kind of for all of us. Um, but he's just asking if we'll be in Northwest Indiana this year. I know for Zach and I, it's a no. But Paul, does any retirements take you to Northwest Indiana area? 
Oh, no, not Indiana. Right. I, I, Illinois, sure. And he also wanted to thank uh, Hannah for the heat and Paul for the Raptor. I guess that's from our from our signing, signing? this past weekend. Oh, yeah, so. yeah. Hannah recommended that she would sign the heat or nice. if he bought a heat, he'd sign Sweet. it. So he wanted to thank y'all for that. And then the final one must is from uh, Knut's family member again, I guess. He asked if he's been useful or just a pain. <laughs> Say that again? He wants to know if uh, Knut's been useful or just a pain. Uh, he helped me build that, that storage rack for the disc, so he's been helpful. But he, I mean, we see him once in a while. <laughs> who, who else? Either, say that again? I was going to say, who else helped you build that? Oh, you helped me with the one. Yeah, you helped me with a little part of it. Yeah, yeah the small I, part of it. You did help me. I just, I just ditched but, that uh, day. Yeah, new, yeah, you did leave. You're like, oh, I got to go home. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, sweet. Uh, thank you so much, Paul, for joining us. Sorry that the I, your Wi-Fi just didn't work. I don't know if it was my Wi-Fi or your Wi-Fi. I'm assuming it would be no, yours. Like I said, I think <laughs> it's his. I, we're, we're stealing it, so they might be watching it. I got so you. Yeah, it's be, okay. Uh, it, it, worked out, it worked out fine. Hopefully too many people aren't messaging you on your uh, Mac. Um, you'll, have to let us, you'll have to let us know if uh, you get a bunch of spam messages. Anything you want to yeah, say? Gotten, I'm just kidding. I haven't gotten any. <laughs> Anything you want to say uh, to, to wrap it up? Um, any shout outs or anything like that you want to give to your to anyone? Yeah, shout out to my wife sitting right next to me. <laughs> yeah. To my wife. Thanks, Harry, for sleeping the whole time and keeping it quiet. Um, no, but yeah, I thanks for having me. Um, I'm gonna smoke you guys tomorrow. Yeah, so, okay. Uh, make sure everyone tunes into the next video whenever it releases. If it releases, if they don't get beat too badly so <laughs> we, get, we get beat so so bad that we we just don't we release just the video <laughs> <laughs> hey i can no, do a lot thanks. i can do a lot with editing so yeah, well, yeah. you'll never beat us <laughs> <laughs> yeah so but yeah thanks for having me thanks for I'll joining see you guys tomorrow see you tomorrow sounds good have a good night thank you guys so much for tuning into the podcast our computer crashed so we didn't get to actually wrap up the show live but go ahead and check uh down in the description or up in the description however you're listening to this to find all the links to our social media and where you can connect with us at foundation disc golf on pretty much every single platform uh thanks again for your support and we will talk to you guys next week